Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another edition of Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. We're recording from the road, have a little bit of time. Uh, I know it's not the best recording, but we're going to go with it. So I noticed my listenership has dropped off dramatically, and I'm sorry folks if I've uh, not been producing or, or making material consistently. I... I'm a one-man show. I'm a one, you know, one-man producer. I, I don't have a lot of people but supporting me. Um, you know, those could be sad, I guess you could say, but that's not good enough for me. So, getting back into the podcasting game, you know, it's hard to talk about some of the things that I want to talk about because a lot of times they're already covered. So that's what we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about. What, what we've already said, what we've already been through, what we consistently go through. So yesterday, a friend of mine uh, on Facebook was posting something about how he was pissed off about Nancy Pelosi tearing up Donald J. Trump's uh, State of the Union Address speech. And what I noticed when I reviewed it and watched it, it's like she went to go shake his hand and uh, he he refused, and then he just handed her his speech, turned around, and started making a lot of pompous calls, like he const- he constantly does. So, um, so my friend was like really pissed off about like the open disrespect, and that's what we're, we're at, you know. If you really think about it, people are so sensitive. I mean, I hear people saying that J Lo and Shakira were too sexy or or too provocative and shit. And I'm like, how many times have you seen professional football cheerleaders look like hookers or or basically strippers with some go-go boots and some pom-poms and how they touch themselves? You know, I think it's just white people pissed off. And that's really sad if you really ask me because it shouldn't be a race issue and this didn't happen overnight this slowly progressed to where it is today and it's so explosive and it let me tell you ladies and gentlemen you gotta have a thicker skin than some fucking football show or a speaker of the house tearing up a president's speech so let's go over the topic by topic first and foremost okay so republicans are all just they're, they're constantly attacking the disrespect and Democrats have done the same thing, you know, vice versa. I mean, both parties have played off each other, you know, emotional wise to show who's the worst guy, who's the worst villain. But who are the victims, the people in the middle, you and I? So as I'm talking to my friend Darren, you know, on his Facebook, and I just said, look, I respect your opinion, but if there is no law or ethical standard or whatever for her keeping the speech so to speak then who cares you know it's on public record he spoke it so if she doesn't want a copy she doesn't have to have it you know and considering that he was just uh, acquitted of his impeachment because let's face it the senate was not impartial and I've got to give a lot of credit just a little bit to Mitt Romney for breaking party ranks. I mean, me as an independent, that's 
that speaks volumes. That means that guy's willing to take a fucking risk. Because, let's face it, the, the Republican Party is strongly united. And they, no matter what, even though Donald Trump is a loose cannon and he may be characterly and ethically unfit to, to be in the president's office, office of the presidency, they're still going to go for him because they get their policies passed. But it's like they say that they want to help people, but at the same time, they want to cut taxes. And then the Democrats, they're saying, no, we got to tax the rich. And we got to check these companies. I mean, I you hear it constantly. It's like you hear both sides literally tell the story of politics. Well, these politicians, they know how to, you know, really get past you and shit. Well, you know what? Both sides fucking do it. They attack so much of their ethical and character instead of the prime targets of the arguments and policy that doesn't work. It's not working in the economy. The, the Republicans are claiming the economy is at the strongest point that it's ever been. Well, if that were true, then why isn't the national debt down to zero? Big question. So both parties have resp- are responsible for both. Both of them are responsible for that exact fact. And then to make it worse, we're lending trillions of dollars to foreign governments to defend against non-democratic nations and threats. You know, and it's like you got you got candidates like Andrew Yang or whatever saying, I'm gonna give a thousand dollars to each citizen every month. And the people are like, well how in the hell can you afford that? If you took the amount the national expenditure for military supplies and donations to other countries to fight for democracy I guarantee you, not only can we pay off our national debt, but you can pay off all the student loans and still have money left over and still pay each American citizen $1,000 a month. Now, you might think I'm crazy, but no one asks the questions. They only point the blame. So I'm talking politics, but I'm really talking about being a person, being a citizen in the United States. Because I don't give, you know, a rat's ass about either party. I'm an independent liberal, and I, I vote by issue. So, you know, Donald Trump, moving forward onto him, he goes and touts like, well, it's not how can he call himself a Christian or a religious man if he voted to break party's ranks? Well, who the fuck made you God? That would be my first question. You know, so so what are we doing? We're getting so sensitive about, oh, person ripped up my speech. And, oh, I have a party member that broke ranks. And he's saying that his faith is the reason why he had to call him to vote to terminate my presidency. Well, there's been countless Republicans stating that they didn't necessarily agree with Donald Trump or what he's done. But they don't feel to remove him from office. Why? Because he's their guy. Now, he's, now let's face it. If he went back four years ago, no one in the Republican Party wanted Donald Trump as their, their candidate, the Republican candidate. Not Ted Cruz. Not anyone. Not Ron Paul. I mean, 
you had guys, so many guys talking shit about Donald Trump. And now all of a sudden he's like the archangel, like the one that's supposed to save our economy and our politics. When he dumps on it, literally, all the time. He doesn't give a fuck about you. And then he tries to prey upon white conscience. Yes, white conscience. And here's what white conscience is. If it's not... Any, if it's anything outside of what are white Caucasian concerns, if it's anything outside of that, it doesn't matter. Now, that's incredibly racist for me to say. Yeah, it probably is. But we are seeing more now funding going towards cultural bias. You know, even our schools like Nancy DeVos, who happens to be the Secretary of Education, even she is in on this. I mean, she's like, okay, we got to return prayer to school. It's like, well, if not everyone prays the same, then why would you want to uh, institute, you know, religious forms back in school? It doesn't belong. And there's my next, my next big, big point. Now, I'm a Christian, but I do not support most Christian radio broadcasts or Christian networks. And I'll tell you why. Because they seem to be acting more racist than anyone. I was listening to the station 93.1 here in Stockton. And they happen to play like Rush Limbaugh. And they play other. And they just they they just regurgitate what leading party members say. They don't fact check. They just care. All they do is they want to just character assassinate. And then they, then they claim... To be with God, Jesus is on our side. Well, since when did God not love every human being and thing on this earth? You know, that's what you got to ask yourself. So, big, big deal. Um, I feel like this is like a, a huge travesty. So, people are now focused on the 2020 election. The Iowa caucus has just been completed, but they have not confirmed the, uh, the votes. We want majority. But I do see a movement trying to silence Bernie Sanders. Now, Bernie Sanders can actually claim that he really is grassroots. No doubt about it. The guy's getting so less of TV time or media time than any other candidate because he's not in their pocket. He's not receiving major funds. He's getting like, like what is it, $12.50 per American vote for him, like funding? Which is really unheard of. And then you got, you know, a close second to grassroots would be have to be Andrew Yang, then it's Tulsi Gabbard. Now, Pete, now here's one thing I noticed that the Democratic Party's kind of rigged. They're focusing on Pete uh, Buttigieg, who's been a mayor, he's always still been an officer in the army, and he also happens to be, uh, he, he's a homosexual, but he's not massively supported by the LGBT. A community you don't hear about them saying oh yeah he's our guy which actually is a pretty big minority in political uh, vote terms they're, they're, they're a huge part because they cover all racism it's not you know you can be black Hispanic you know white whatever it doesn't matter so but the networks are promoting Pete since Joe Biden has kind of slipped in their fourth place in the polls According to the Iowa caucus pre-results, so people are like saying, well, who do we really vote for? 
and the Democrats are doing it to themselves again, you know, but Republicans are just laughing their ass off. They're like, hey, as long as we stay united, they can't defeat us. They can't take back the office. But here's the kicker. This is also an election year for a lot of Senate seats. So the Republicans have a lot to lose and a lot to gain if they retain their seats. If they lose and it happens to be Democratic majority in the House and the Senate, uh, even if Donald J. Trump got elected again, I'm sure they would impeach him again. You know, and he would be removed from office. So Republicans know that hey, it's all or nothing. We gotta put, we gotta, you know, solidify our party. And they're putting out mass amount of propaganda. I mean, they're using religious sex. They're S C T, not S E X. They're using any form they can, and basically, it's a response, you know, to the last. Last president. I mean, hey, we had an African American president. A lot of white people didn't care for that. But people are still getting so twisted. So why are we getting so twisted? Why do you need to have an opinion about Nancy Pelosi or even the Super Bowl uh, halftime show? You know, like I said, if you can put people that are grabbing their crotch or grabbing their boobs. Outside of the halftime party, and we're talking cheerleaders, you ever watch a cheerleaders routine? It ain't, it's not PG-13, I'll guarantee you that. The way that they move, completely different. So why? And then I heard other comments like, well, I like the routine, but I just couldn't understand what they were saying. Well, let's face it, America, you have more Spanish speakers per capita in the United States, you know, than anywhere else that that is a, a dual uh, what do you call it dual language country now we have multiple languages in this country but English is pretty much the number one right now but it's not far behind is there are a lot of bilingual you know Spanish speakers and then so the people are offended by like well I don't understand what they say well do you ever possibly think about it maybe opening your horizon and the way that this is going down, it's going to lead into politics. They're going to say, well, we're trying to strengthen the border, just like they did in 2016. Donald Trump ran on the premise, Mexicans are bad people, but we need to strengthen our borders because we're a constant threat. That really is just a bunch of load of malarkey, you know, as Joe Biden would say. But we still do have a national threat at the border. Now, Donald Trump isn't bringing up anything that the last five presidents haven't talked about already, that they do want to build a wall. It just happened to be that it was Donald J. Trump's main running piece of information. So, you know, he runs on reaction. He run, he thrives off of narcissism. Now, if you want to look up narcissism, go right ahead. Find out what the definition is. And I really don't like to say things unless I'm pretty much sure. But this guy, every time I see him on TV, he's at a political rally, even when it's not even election year. Previous years, guys always seen at a rally with Trump hats and shit. Now, that reminds me of a fascist government at one time in history. And I'm not going to go and say who they are. I'm sure you can figure it out if you follow history. But let's just say that faction, their leader, his name was Adolf. You know, and... Just look at how he talked. 
Look at how Donald J. Trump talks. They both speak the same way. They're both ignorant fools. They just have public charisma. They have electability in visual. That's what people side with. You know? We are facing so many different things. And the one thing is, don't get pissed off about what's going on. Well, that's all the time I have for this little bit of episode. And uh, don't get twisted, people. Just let it ride and don't be offended. Thanks for listening.